0: Oh my God, that is so retrograde. It is. I'm Elizabeth Cut. And I'm Stephanie
1: Sambari. Let's
0: take a moment to just thank the universe for bringing us all together today. Yes, thank you, universe, thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you, dear listeners. And now, let's all take a sip of water together. Okay. Because if there's anything that we find Crucial on this show, is it is gratitude and hydration, and gratitude for hydration, which is great that we have today's show because we're talking about what are we talking about, stuff? Kombucha, hey now, Whoa. fermented tea, indeed, and everything that goes into making it and the health aspects. Maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll get see, there. We'll get there. We'll see what happens. We're having Dinah Trout, mm-hmm. founder and CEO of Health Aid Kombucha, yours and mine's favorite kombucha brand. You guys might
1: recognize it from our discussions on kombucha cocktails from Elizabeth's birthday. Yes, tequila
0: and kombucha. Yep. Great mix. It was so good. Um so we're going to find out like what the deal with kombucha is cuz like I kind of feel
1: what's the deal
0: with kombucha? Hey guys, <laughs> what's the deal with kombucha? <laughs> um cuz I always like I'm curious when I'm at the grocery store. Mhm. Like what should I be looking for? What am I getting? Obviously, I have some like brand affinity. Is that the word? Yeah. I enjoy health Aid, And Loyal I like brand loyalty. brand loyalty. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they actually have it on tap at my, the coffee place I like Sorry. to go to. And I also
1: have labored way too many times, like standing at the kombucha aisle for probably 30 to 45 minutes going back and forth on which to buy and what the ingredients are and just right. having like a, a mental crisis over this. So I'm looking
0: forward to getting some answers. Like today. I need answers. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah. let's with that, let's take another sip of water. Hold on. You guys, I'm opening up my traveling canteen
1: That's that I've beautiful. resurrected. Big Sky, Montana. I'm going to take good? a sip
0: of my uh, carrot flavored kombucha by Health Aid. Ding. Not sponsored, but... But maybe one day. <laughs> maybe. So let's welcome to the show goddess of kombucha. People call her Bubbles. Oh, so cute. Guys, Love it.
1: Guys, Dine the Trout. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Hi. Um, I woke up like this. You did. You did. How long have you been in the kombucha game? Well, she's the founder and CEO. Did we say that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Making sure. I just wanted to uh, like, oh. really hammer that home. No,
2: thank you. Um, I've been in the kombucha game officially, commercially, Yeah. for three Three years. Okay. One more year in the farmer's market, but I've been making it for a good decade. Okay. Well. I was going
0: to ask is this, I believe I first got introduced to your brand via the farmer's market. Yes.
2: Yeah. We started in the farmer's market four years ago, Brentwood and Larchmont.
0: Amazing. Tell us about that trajectory.
2: Okay. Before we get into like what kombucha is and why kombucha is. So we were talking about hair a little mm-hmm. while ago, and actually the origins of Health Aid started. Um, because we had an intention to try to help people regrow hair.
1: Huh. So oh my God. people
2: don't know this, and I would say it's like from hair loss to health aid. But basically, Vanessa, Justin, and I, so I started this with my best friend and my husband, and we all had corporate jobs that were steady and good. We lived a good L.A. life. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. But anyway... Um, we were feeling the itch, you know, to start something on our own, and d- though we didn't have any money, we really had a lot of drive to put toward mm. this. So we started an entrepreneur club, and that is so cute. I'm <laughs> we already on all. board with that. <laughs> we invited all of our friends, but only the the three of us would show up. <laughs> <laughs> and we would sit. I mean, we would sit in Justin's Honda Civic, drink on my kombucha that I had learned how to make back in graduate school. I went to school for nutrition and fell in love with fermented foods there. Wow. Um, So we would sip on this and think about what this big and cheap idea could be. (laughs) Um, And Justin was working for a company that um, regrew hair or, like, helped with hair loss for men and saw how far people would go to protect that asset. Right. And (laughs) we started doing research and found that in parts of the world they used kombucha as, um, like, a mask for hair to help regrow it. So I started... Tweaking my recipe to get a really strong culture for yeah. this yeah. intended for this. Huh. Um, anyway, the hair loss thing ended up being like a hail mary, and we had all this kombucha. And so Vanessa was like, "Let's just sell it in Brentwood this weekend." Farmers market permit is 150 bucks, and so we were like, "Okay, we'll do it." We came up with the week, the name, the label, the uh, anchor, all in a weekend. And um, sold out in an hour, and then we were like, "Wait a second, here, uh, this is our big um, idea." Yeah, and then we realized our kombucha was was better than what was on the commercial shelf, Definitely. and so we committed to being the best, and just haven't wavered since, and it's and it's worked. So that's the start from hair loss to health. It's the fun, the, wow. the hair
1: loss thing. I have a, a lot of hair loss on my mom's side of the family. And my cousin, I think he started taking propecia when he was like nineteen. Mm. And I was like, it doesn't it didn't ever seem to really be working. And I was oh. like, So what's the deal like with What's happening here? Yeah, and he's like, "It's a losing battle; you can't win. Like, it's like never. There's just no good. Justin embracing it is the only thing the Italians do. do. Yeah, just so good. Just put a a hot bald guy. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I feel like every time (laughs) I'm at the store, I always overhear the a conversation of somebody like getting woke to what kombucha is. Like, I always like, what's kombucha? You really integrated woke into your vocabulary. Thank you. I heard it on the internet, and (laughs) I'm bringing it into the podcast. So thank you, about internet, it, and
1: now you're there. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> so, you know, I always like in the in my ear, I always hear someone be like, "Oh, it's a fermented tea." Mm-hmm. But can you tell us what it is and why it's healthy for us? Sure. And that big mushroom thing?
2: Yeah, we'll okay. talk all about that. Okay. So, oh, so you're right. Kombucha is fermented tea. The way mm-hmm. I like to describe it is, it's fermented tea. It's naturally rich in probiotics, B12, and healthy acids. Um, what you do is you start with sweet tea. And then you add this culture. It's called a SCOBY. Right. Um, it's, it's no interesting looking. It is interesting looking. That's a good word. It looks like an alien from the movie It looks like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> which makes it interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It has the consistency of, like, tofu. It's mm-hmm. a cellulose plant-based um, matrix of probiotics, okay. which are bacteria, yeast, and enzymes. But it's no different than the culture it's not too dissimilar from the culture that's used for natural yogurt or for kefir or even for sourdough bread. When you use like the real culture for I sourdough, see. it's no no different. It's just this is the culture for kombucha. In this time that it ferments, it eats the sugar from the sweet tea, and then, in exchange, infuses its goodies into the beverage. And so, in the end, when you take out the scoby, you don't actually drink or eat the scoby, the the sort of um, remaining juice we call it or tea is actually kombucha. So it's fermented tea. Is the scoby those like brown
1: threads you sometimes see in some kombuchas? Those
2: are probably pieces of the scoby or pieces of the yeast that sometimes look like that. But there's nothing, even though they are kind of gross looking, the reason they're brown is just from the tea. The tea kinda dyes it. 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 Okay. And it's actually not like unhealthy or anything like that to drink. We we like to call it in your mouth. The oyster. It is (laughs) like an oyster. Yeah.
0: I love that. Right now I'm drinking the carrot Flavor. I love the carrot. So, explain to me. Do you guys have what flavor tea is like the base, and then you add carrot juice, or yeah. how's that? Work so the out? way
2: so Health Aid makes it just like you would at home. That's our whole thing. We're big believers in bringing real food to the commercial shelf because right. I think that's what we all want. Yeah. Um, so the reason I say that is we start all of our kombucha the exact same way with all the same base. It's a mixture of everything's organic, but black and green tea, mm-hmm. and then the only thing we flavor with in this line that you have here, the cold press line, is with a shot of cold-pressed juice.
0: Mm. And we do
2: that all in-house. So the carrot literally has organic carrots, and we buy everything we can from the farmer's market. Amazing.
0: Um, Full circle.
2: Full circle. And that's why I stay there. I get the vendor price now. (laughs) And uh, so that's all that's in the carrot. So it's all the same tea, black and green.
1: I get stressed about having, when I read sugar, Mm like cane sugar, Mm. what's the purpose of that? So the sugar is... What's the benefit or downfall? Sure. So
2: let me just say that all kombucha has to be made with sugar. There's no such thing as kombucha made without sugar. Oh. There is a honey kombucha, but it's called jun. It's not actually called kombucha. Okay. And I think there's only one or two um, uh, juns on the market right now, and it has a totally different flavor. Okay. Um, So the sugar... Even though it's required for kombucha, for the scoby, it's more for the probiotics than for you. In the end, it has very, very little sugar in it, Yeah, as that's you can always, see.
0: There's two grams of sugar in, in this health aid carrot right now, and it has a sweetness to it, which is why I was always interested in the, the low content mm-hmm. of it. So is it because it's essentially...
2: You know, our palates
0: are interesting. You know, sometimes
2: when you have wine and people are like, oh, that's sweet. No, it's just floral. Sometimes we can... Take flavors and call them sweet when, in fact, it may just be um, the roundness of a flavor Mm. or the robustness of a flavor. The sugar itself is very, very low. We we do it as low as possible. We use the lowest amount of sugar as possible. But you need to give the probiotics food to replicate.
1: That's what I was just going to say.
2: And so, yeah. And so, basically, that's the reason for it. Now, if I were to let it go all the way to zero, it would still be good it would just be like vinegar so you wouldn't drink, you wouldn't want to drink it you might use it as like a salad dressing or I something. see okay so we let it go almost all the way to zero um and why cane sugar well we use um the least processed cane sugar you can which is evaporated cane juice okay. organic but um you know if you, I, I once played around with agave and other kinds of sweeteners and it just did not ferment Interesting. So it's more for them
1: than for you. Okay, no, I'm glad to know that because sometimes I've spent like hours being like, sugar, sugar. And I'm just obsessing over like drinking the sugar and the kombucha. And I think that's something that is a stupid thing to focus on. Well, it's just so little. I mean, it
2: depends how strict you are about it, but it's less than like a quarter of an apple, right? In terms of the amount of sugar left. Okay, that's so, I mean, it's like a stick of gum. So just relax. I mean, <laughs> there's my other things, right. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, for sure. So another bit of intel I gathered in the grocery store kombucha aisle was um, amber vo- bottles versus clear bottles. Mm-hmm. And I had a lovely gentleman once tell me, you always want to get the ones with the amber bottles mm-hmm. because it's leaving out the sunlight, because that can then affect it. Talk about that, because I know know that every all of your health aid is in these darker bottles.
2: Yeah, I mean, so as I mentioned in the beginning, when we started this and sold out in an hour, we realized why we sold out in an hour, and it was because people wanted a better tasting kombucha. Mm-hmm. But also, what makes a kombucha better tasting, I believe, is one that's higher quality. Just like, maybe you guys cook, same kind of thing. Um, so we always wanted to be best tasting and highest quality. When it came time to pick our bottle, knowing that UV light can degrade probiotics quicker. Um, We knew we had to put it in a brown bottle, but we were the only ones at the time doing that, uh, or one of the only ones doing that. Um, And and many people would say, oh, I wish you would put it in clear because you could see the beautiful colors. Like, for example, the carrot you're drinking is a really nice orange. Um, But we realize like the reason that we're here is to be the best so we have to do it in amber and now it's funny because a lot of people are doing it in amber but <clears throat> that's a good
1: thing yeah so you just did it because you knew the effects of UV light you hadn't yeah. like put any other prior research yeah and
2: place. like another example of this is we're the only ones that um, ferment in glass so mm. um which is funny to me because I think that when you buy it in a glass bottle in your mind you might think this is glass all the way or at least stainless right. steel but actually most 50 percent or more kombuchas are actually fermented in plastic ew which is just kind of interesting to me because um it's such a like fil- f- it's a it's a high filtering product like if you were to put a peach in kombucha in in 24 hours it would be a pit when it's fermenting it's like very active so, to me, I would think that what you ferment in is a really important thing. And, yes, so when it came time for us to decide what was our vessel going to be, knowing that our reason for living was to be the best tasting and highest quality, I was like, well, we have to do it in glass. Right. We have to do it in glass.
1: Ew, so some so other kombuchas, you're like, maybe plastic-flavored kombucha. I don't know. I don't know. No I mean, shade. All I know is we have all to... Tino <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all <laughs> tea, <fermented Tino> shade.
0: All fermented tea, shade. Not throwing <laughs>
1: shade, just thinking about, like, ugh. Yeah. Because that is such a thing you never really think about... How, How it got there before you see it. You just like totally. assume and trust that like, mm-hmm. if it's presented to you in that way, then they must have in the integrity yep. the whole way through.
2: This is why I'm, I'm a big believer in real food. I think people have to start to get to know the companies they buy their stuff from. Especially in L.A., we have access to it. Yeah, Health Aid's not the only one making real food. There are tons of really great companies out there. Doing, like, going the extra mile to put out what you would want, what you expect, onto the shelf... And um, anyway, the, I, I'm i a big believer in that. Yeah, and I mean, the reality is you only have, like, a little
1: section on your label to try to tell people about it. And I always attach, like, when, when smaller companies, I remember the first time I ever had two moms in the raw was, like, 2007 20, 20, so or something. And it was one of the first brands I ever had, like, a little story attached to it. And I always loved that. But now mm-hmm. I'm thinking, maybe they're just using the story to trick me <laughs> into, like, Probably having not. compassion. Probably not. Yeah. I, think,
2: I think when people go far enough to tell you about the story, right. they mean it.
0: Yeah. You know? Okay, good. Thank yeah. you for storing yeah. my faith. We touched yeah. on the health benefits, but so fermented foods, yeah. probiotics, like what is this doing for us? Yeah.
2: Okay, so probiotics are friendly, mm-hmm. bacteria, enzymes, yeasts that live in your gut. Fun fact to know and share, there should be more, more probiotics in your gut than there are stars in the Milky Way.
1: Ooh, So like our gut is our very own Milky Way galaxy. It is.
2: In fact, there should be more probiotics in your gut than there are cells in your body. So who's really leading who here? Whoa. Um, wow. Yeah. Now, interesting, our parents, probably ancestors, never had to deal with this or worry about this because their foods were pretty close to the ground. And when they ate them, often were alive. In fact, our our grandparents probably fermented a lot of things already. Pickles, things like that were actually fermented foods. Um, now because our diet is very much, um, pasteurized and dead, um, unfortunately, and the water that we often drink is like very clean. It's a good thing. We're not like dying of Giardia here and stuff like that. (laughs) But the downside is that, you know, things like antibiotics and fluoride and stuff, it kills everything, even the, the good stuff. So it's more important now than ever before to replenish with probiotics. Um, Just to keep your body normal. So the way I like to talk about probiotics is it's not like a cure-all. Kombucha is not a miracle drink or anything like that. It's just one option of a fermented food that will replenish your gut with some probiotics that it needs so that it can start to function normally. And once your gut starts functioning normally, well, all kinds of things start functioning normally. So like a bunch of research shows it does way more than just improve digestion, like can impact mood. I just had a kid and... Uh, I read somewhere that a a study that women who breastfeed but also drink or eat probiotics, like the baby cries seven hours less a day or a a week. And I'm like, whoa, yes. Again, it's not a cure-all. I think just the idea is that it brings it back to health so you can heal yourself. Um, But that's not the only thing in kombucha that's, I think, functional. There's also B12. In fact, it's a very rich source of B12, especially when it's made naturally um, the real way. And in fact, like one bottle is usually a whole day's worth recommended daily allowance. So, and for vegans, that's really important because they don't get B twelve in their diet as easily. So that's something that could give you some energy. And then finally, it's got what we call healthy acids in it, which I think is going to be like the next hit thing in nutrition. (laughs) Sorry, my words, yeah. Um, Superfoods move over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Healthy acids are things that naturally exist in your body, but generally when you're under stress or have a bad diet, you make less of them. And foods don't have them too often. Like, have you heard about people taking shots of apple cider vinegar? Sure. Okay, that's usually for that. us, that we do that?
0: Ooh. Me too. (laughs) That's,
2: that's, um, those are rich in healthy acids, and they're meant to help, like, detox your liver and stuff like that, so kombucha also has those.
0: I always kind of wonder, because sometimes I'll mix it with water, and it has a really similar kombucha taste, and yeah. so I was always wondering, like, oh, is my apple cider vinegar a replacement for the kombucha, or if they're you know, in the same family? They're in the
2: same family, mm-hmm. but I, I always say that just, like, it's good to get a variety of fruits and vegetables in your diet, it's good to get a variety of fermented foods. Apple cider is a fermented food also. Sure. Um, yeah, you want to get a variety because with each type of food or drink you have, you'll get a different array of probiotics. And the more the better. Um, so I never say, like, drink a kombucha every single day. It's like have some kefir one day, yogurt, kombucha, apple cider vinegar, and you're probably in your best.
0: Mm-hmm. Kimchi. Kimchi.
2: <laughs> kimchi? Yeah. Um,
0: so the health benefits, is this something that you can get immediately? Like it's going to restore and help? your stomach health immediately or is it something that's like over time i would say it's both um probiotics immediately
2: hit your system Mm -hmm. and you can usually like feel it within i would say a couple hours that kombucha buzz Mm -hmm. yeah or have you ever had kombucha when you're feeling a little bit like i don't know your stomach's a little queasy Yeah, yeah last week
0: I was just going to tell you, yeah. I was going to, I was, had suffering from some gnarly stomach that started as a hangover, but then lasted four days. So I was like, maybe that wasn't a hangover. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that was the first thing I grabbed once I felt like I was able to stomach anything and other than you, ginger ale. And it,
2: it felt like it hit a little bit immediately, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they do start right away. Um, but I also think that over time, it makes a difference too. Like, you know, the longer you drink, and eat fermented foods, you might start to notice that you don't get sick as often Mm -hmm. because, actually, immunity has a lot to do with your gut health. Um, But, again, I never want to, like, market kombucha or health aid as a medicine. Sure. It really, to me, is just a drink that's a great alternative to, well, definitely to something like soda. Um, But, like, you know, at 3 o'clock when you're having, like, that uh, lull or whatever, it's just a really great option to kind of, like, kick up your energy, and it's not going to take you down. Um, Totally. So I really want to make sure we we talk about it as a food. Because because then the next question is people will say, well, how much do I take? And to me, that's like a really scary road to go down. Because if I were to give you a bag of carrots, you would never say, how much do I take? Right. Right? I would be like, I don't know, however fucking many (laughs) carrots you want to eat, right? How much hummus (laughs) do you have? Right. (laughs) How much do I take? And that's, I think, the same answer for kombucha. There is no how much you should take. Right. Because it's natural. We don't put any probiotics in it. So there's no way for you to, like, overdose on them or anything like that. It's not like a vitamin. So, um, you know, I would say drink as much as as makes you feel good. Um, And so it is a food in that way.
0: Now, because it's fermented, um, there is alcohol content in it, correct? Mm -hmm. Um, Low alcohol. Yeah, low alcohol. So no one's, like, getting drunk off of this. No.
2: In fact, to be considered non-alcoholic in the U.S., you have to have under half a percent alcohol by volume. All fermented foods... As long as they're not pasteurized, um, all fermented foods will have low alcohol, and most of them are non-alcoholic, which means under half a percent. But they'll have a small amount: ketchup, soy sauce, real Dijon mustard, pickles. I mean, everything. Again, unless it's pasteurized. Um, so yeah, I mean, the idea is that no, there's no way that would be even close to any breeding.
1: But isn't wasn't that like a thing when in
2: 2010? Yeah, yeah. So. What's interesting is we've learned a lot since then. It's, it's been a long time coming. But I will say that um, to keep it under half a percent, you do have to be diligent about it. Like, you can't just completely let it go rampant and wild. And that's one of the reasons that you have to keep kombucha refrigerated. And, um, and that if you ever keep it unrefrigerated for a long period of time, you probably shouldn't consume it. Because it will change from what it is supposed to be. It will continue to ferment.
1: What's a long period of time?
2: You should be able to taste the difference. Like a it few will, hours or like no, a day? I, I mean, I, I think that commercially it should be a few hours. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've had kombucha that's been unrefrigerated like two years later.
1: And, and did I you ha- get drunk? No.
2: Oh, okay. No, no. It, it won't go ever above like 1%. Okay. It's not like a beer or anything like that. Um, so... I wouldn't be too concerned from that respect. But in order for it to be under half a percent, you know, you'd want to drink it within a few
0: hours. I one time left one out overnight, and I was so bummed. I didn't drink it. Oh, it'd be fine. That's fine? I I mean, Good to know. I was like, oh, man. Just know
2: that (laughs) if you drink it after um, that long, it will continue to ferment. So it will change a bit. Party.
1: Into it. So, like, better for your gut?
2: Um, not necessarily better. I would say more just, like, remember we talked about how the sugar goes down? So, like, the sugar will go down Potent. even more. It will become more vinegary. maybe may be difficult to drink. Um, it's It'll be different than what's on the label. So that's why we always say, as a commercial product, like, when we put stuff on the label, it's got to be within right. a normal
1: range of that. It right. could change overnight. It's funny, I feel like I read those labels and I think, well, if it's not refrigerated, then I drink it, I'm going to die. Mm-mm. Like, I go immediately to <laughs> like, the darkest yeah. place. <laughs> well, that's that's
2: kind of where, that's what the reality is of pasteurized food, though. Right. Because as soon as you pasteurize something, you kill all of the things in it, bad and good. Okay. And the good things protect it. So, you've killed those off. So, as soon as you expose that to air and you don't refrigerate it, you're right, that actually could be, like, dairy would go seriously right. bad in 24 right. hours
1: but if dairy weren't pasteurized
2: right it wouldn't right because so I, it's you know
1: no is that why like in London they like leave their eggs like out like i remember when i walked into an english grocery store and i was like why is everything that belongs in the refrigerator just on a shelf it's yeah. because they don't use any of those
2: they don't use as much pasteurization as yeah. we do although the globe is coming around i mean it's interesting cuz like the more we pasteurize the less foodborne illness we have too so it's not like a bad thing right. it's just i think knowing that that's how our food is you just have to be extra conscious to, like, replenish with live stuff. Mm. Are there dangers
0: in consuming kombucha?
2: I wouldn't say so. I I certainly think that, listen, I I mean, I'm kind of a liberal when it comes to this. Like, I made kombucha on my shelf, drank it all the time. I think that, you know, that I really encourage people to do that because you get to know, you know, your food and you get to make it yourself. I've read online that you can, like, get mold and stuff. That's never, ever happened to me, not in a million years, um, well, 10 years. Um, <laughs> May as well be a million. I mean, think that, like, we will know when something goes bad. It's not like it's going to be, like, hidden. Right. Um, you know, mold looks furry and green. I don't think you're going to drink it.
1: Uh, you know? That's just so gross.
2: Um, so, no, I don't think there are any dangers, especially if it's natural and raw. Um, I guess if you have, like, a really... Um, poor immune system, like if you're sick and you have some kind of poor immune system, you might want to just take it easy with probiotics in general because you just never know uh, how it's going to interact with your system. So sometimes I tell people to go slow if they're really sick, like fundamentally sick. Um, But that's not because I have any evidence for that. I just feel like they should just go slow. Of course. (laughs) right. In general. Right. Yeah, Yeah. I would say that with the bag of carrots too. I'd be like, I don't know, take it easy. And then what about...
0: DIYing your own kombucha,
2: yeah. So we we love people who make their own kombucha and encourage it. Um, one of the big activities we do at a bunch of Whole Foods and elsewhere is called deconstructing kombucha, where we show you exactly how to make it, and oh, you can so come fun. and touch the scoby and um, you know taste it. And so wow. it's actually pretty easy to make. It's just like a thing you have to tend to. So it is a little bit of a thing, and that's usually why people buy it I think it's
0: yeah that's been my thing because I actually think I did hear probably a horror story about the mold like somewhere deep into the internet when I was researching how to make it and I was like eh, I'm gonna just buy it and yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I totally appreciate that
2: and that's good I I've never encountered that I think if you're like right. it's sort of like cooking at home you know sure you will occasionally come across something that's gone bad, but you're probably going to be able to notice it. How many states is Health Aid available in now? But oh, this is very exciting because we started in a closet four years ago. Wow! Right, right off Sierra Bonita Boulevard, and it's just—it's been four years, and I'm a little bit like taking some time to celebrate. Well, not exactly time, like a couple <laughs> minutes, and I'm remembering right now. Yeah, this right moment. now. This moment, <laughs> um, so, we're in 42 states, 3,000 stores. Congratulations. Wow. We just hired our 50th employee. Ugh. It's exciting. That Almost just as gave me
0: chills. I can't believe it. it. That's exciting. It is really exciting. And I'm you guys are on tap at Alfred, my my yes, local coffee place, which coffee. I enjoy Enjoy that Love so it. much. Alfred's is awesome. So cool. And you're in
2: Whole Foods. Yeah. Whole Foods. We're... Um, in almost all the regions nationwide in whole foods around LA, galsons, um, lassens, even some safeways and um vons. Um, so
1: yeah. That's really infiltrating exciting, the mainstream. Everyone, Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I mean
2: cuz that's our intention like I want I think that Real food should be everywhere. So yeah. we want to be a nationwide kombucha, but we don't want to ever compromise. We're actually building our brewery right now. Our new brewery? You guys should come check it out when it's done. In, oh, we would love office. that. Yes, that would be amazing. And um, we're still building it using not just glass jars to ferment in, but two and a half gallon glass jars. So they're like cookie jars. Yes. Oh, wow.
0: And then people can come check it out? Well, unfortunately,
2: it takes like a whole new permit to have like an right, official viewing, but you guys can definitely come check. We out. would love that. We won't tell the city. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make you wear hair nets and beard nets,
0: okay? Yes, cannot wait. <laughs> beard nets. That's incredible. Dinah, thank you so much. I this is it. so fun. Tell thank us where um, yeah. we can check you out on social
2: media. Yeah. So our Instagram is at HealthAid. Pretty simple. H-E-A-L-T-H-A-D-E and um also of course our website
0: healthaid.com incredible yay yeah. and we must say we um really enjoyed mixing this with tequila and other oh, things yeah. at my birthday Which we had like a health aid extravaganza. Love it. And everybody loved it. Everybody
1: loved it. Although my breath did smell like fermented tea and a number of people were like, what are you drinking? I was like, it's the kombucha. (laughs) It (laughs) happens sometimes. need some gum or something. (laughs) Not the cutest party smell. Oh, no, really? That's I I never thought about that. Like, it's never happened to me in real life. I think it was just like the alcohol and maybe other things. Yeah.
0: Who knows? Who knows?
1: Kombucha cocktails are. I love it. So great. Yes.
0: Thank you so much again. And uh, we can't wait to check you out in stores. Yes.
2: I appreciate the opportunity, guys. Yes. This is amazing. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yes, that's a
0: retrograde. What a great interview. I love that. Indeed. Okay, I made a note to do this. I'm really excited that we're not forgetting. Okay. Well, we want to take a second, a moment, a pause, to wish one of our listeners, Jessica Mooney, a happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday to you, Elizabeth, with the harmony.
0: Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) Jessica, thank you for listening. You're... Dear boyfriend Jacob wrote in, wow. and I know that I met both of you guys at one of Ambi's sound baths, and I uh, just want to say thanks for listening and hope it's an amazing
1: year. Happy birthday and congratulations on not settling on a bad man who won't remind yeah. your favorite podcasters to wish you a happy birthday. Yeah, so um, so you're welcome. Jacob. I think you're getting <laughs> laid tonight.
0: Yeah. Um, so or tomorrow,
1: depending on how she's feeling. Both. Sometime this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, whenever. Um, so I guess it's time for roses and thorns, roses and thorns, roses and thorns. Uh, yeah, yeah. That oh was good. yeah. Remix. <laughs> okay, what this do you? Is
1: the remix?
0: It's like a Mariah '90s remix. You know, how she always had the best remixes. Mm-hmm. It's like that. I don't know, but I agreed with you because I just wanted you to like me. Um, I like you no matter what, <laughs> even though you don't get my references all the time. But that's a different show. Yeah. Um The show in which Elizabeth's
1: <laughs> hilarious. We'll move on from that. Roses and thorns, roses and thorns, roses and thorns. I went to Beyonce this weekend. Sorry, Rose. That's a nice rose. Oh my god. Not only okay. So I was just planning on having a casual Saturday evening going to our friend's home for a barbecue. Right. Just chilling out, relaxing, maxing cool things, whatever that song is. The
0: universe had different plans for you. The
1: universe said, hold up, Steph. They don't love you like I love you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm about to deliver were, you
0: The universe is like I can see your halo 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 <laughs> She
1: played both of those songs <laughs> <laughs> And Heidi calls me up Our friend Heidi Heeslet. Hi Heidi And she's like My friend just um, Has two Beyonce tickets She can't go She's giving them to me Do you want to go And I started screaming crazy Like it was the most Damn. joy I've ever experienced And we had At an hour I had to run home From what I was doing Go home We quickly got changed And it was just magical. If you guys get a chance to see her, you must. Because it is such a beautiful, empowering show. And she's just, like, doing so much for women and I just feel like humans in general. Did
0: she do anything from Dreamgirls?
1: Curtis, I'm no woman. (laughs) Curtis.
0: Did she do anything from Dreamgirls? Effie, we've all got pain. That's all I care about.
1: No, she didn't do Dreamgirls, but she did songs from B-Day, from Dangerously in Love, from Beyonce, from Lemonade. I mean, it was a narrative from the ages of Beyonce. Remixes galore. I cried. She that's said great. I am you, you are me and then the water works. That's beautiful. It was on fucking real. Mazeltov. Thank you. I, I was at the barbecue. When how was it? It was lovely. Cool, good, good. No, I'm sure it was and I felt really bad that I couldn't be there but that's okay. when Beyoncé calls yeah. you
0: go. You go. That's just that's just the rule of thumb. Yeah. Well, my rose is, I as I touched on last week, I was in New York last week for a really cool opportunity to go back to Israel next month, which as you remember, last year I got to go on mm-hmm. like a leadership group extravaganza. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back this time with the Schusterman Foundation again, and I'm have the opportunity to facilitate one of the trips so I'm like a camp counselor on the trip super excited and it's a wellness trip so it's going to explore Israel in the eyes of of the wellness community and the wellness industry out there so I'm so excited to experience that and report back but I got to go to New York as the training for it was like a leadership training Mm -hmm. which was amazing and there were some very cool exercises we did to like brush up on our leadership skills and whatnot, like the SWOT analysis, which is this, you go over, like, your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, you know? It was very, like, communications 101 in college. Mm -hmm. Loved it. It's always just fun to have, like, a day of learning. Totes. Rare that we get those voluntarily nowadays. But we had a really incredible opportunity to learn about storytelling and what makes a good storyteller. With uh, this woman... Sarah, who's Michelle Obama's speechwriter. Bye. Which was so amazing. And she came uh, with a bunch of knowledge, came correct with a bunch of knowledge. She got you all woke. And she shared with us the four key points of storytelling, which I thought I'd share because it's helpful. I mean, I know that I talk sometimes without a point and no come on (laughs) no what (laughs) with this mic in front of my face never yeah um so I thought I'd share those as my rose please okay so get to the point would you tell a good story exactly (laughs) so what is the main point you want to convey every detail should move should have a point so like find the point make sure you're sticking with it right two show don't tell you want people to walk away with a picture in their head visual aids well, or descriptive of the visual aids. Got it. You could be like, I'm so OCD. Well, let me I... show you how I pick my fingernails off. Exactly. Okay. It's like I need to organize all of the health aid kombucha in an in a line by alphabetical Give order. Give examples. Exactly. Got it. Always cut 10%. So just shave it off.
1: Give it to your agent.
0: Yes. <laughs> and endings. What is it? Start with that question. When you're about to convey a story, like what's the story? What's the ending of the story? I love
1: that. Where is it going? Where is
0: it going? Yeah. Where is it going? How many times
1: someone told you a story and you'd be like, where, where is this going?
0: Land the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Get us out, out of here. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm jumping out with a parachute. Yeah. Eat that. So I love that. It was such a cool opportunity. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thanks to the Schusterman Foundation for facilitating that. And I cannot wait to uh, share this experience with you guys on air and um, going back to the homeland. Going, going, back, back to Izzy, Izzy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the thorn, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I'm going to be really frank. Yeah. I'm, Lisa Frank. I'm going to be Lisa Frank about this. Please do. The news and everything, I've been very sensitive to lately. I'm just not tuning in. Right. I'm and dumb. I think that, and I, I almost feel like there's no, point to this story in those four points of storytelling other than like I don't even know how to express in words I just my heart feels heavy every time I'm paying attention to the news and we talked about that with Ben Glebe on and how we need to be proactive and not feel
1: funny you should bring Ben Glebe into this conversation because he introduced me to a magazine that is a nice way to digest the news Mm -hmm. it's called The Week right And it's just a review of a a lot of different global stories without necessarily that mainstream news media spin, which is very fear-mongering-ish. Completely. So I suggest finding a publication that might just inform you without overwhelming or
0: scaring you. I love The Skim, which is founded by two amazing young female entrepreneurs. Highly recommend that one. But just, I don't know, my, my energy, my vibe, it's feeling dimmed due to the state of the world right now. So I just want to, like, send positivity out there to everyone, to you, Steph. I feel it. You feel it? Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Um. My my vibes are being lowered, and I don't like it. Yeah, I so, was – So, like, um, higher those vibes. I was – Get
1: high, guys. That's what I'm saying. Get high on your vibes. I was in my living room the other day, and um, Owen had left – one of my roommates had left the TV on, and it was, like, just footage. Rick, you know, CNN just rolls, like, different kinds of yeah. news. And it was North Korea – And it looked to me like a fake world that I was, like, looking into. It's, like, so much – I felt so disconnected from Mm -hmm. that. And I was, like, why do I even need to be – why does someone in Los Angeles really need to be knowing what's going on in North Korea? Like, I don't need to be knowing about that necessarily in the middle of the day. Like, I could read about it, but I don't need to be watching, like, imagery of – I'm not suggesting that it's bad to be informed. I'm just going with you on this. And saying, me seeing that imagery necessarily doesn't bring anything into my life. And so I'm asking the listeners why? right? Sure, I want to read about it and we know something. Sure, I want to like know it's a conversation piece, whatever. But there's nothing that I can do
0: about anything that's
1: happening in in that Well, region. I
0: think the only thing that we can do, and this is the the solace I'm finding in in these like low, let's call them low vibe thoughts that are are coming from. Just the energy I'm feeling from the news and from – I just feel it when I walk outside almost. Really? Yeah. It just – so the only thing I think that we can do is just be nothing but light into whatever situation we're thrown in. Definitely. And just, you know, it's like a one foot in front of the other mentality of like I can do this.
1: It's true. Like even after the Beyonce concert, I felt like so high. I felt like oneness with like humanity in this like crazy Well, that was the ecstasy, my dear. No, and then (laughs) – it came out and people were like pushing each other and people were like fucked up and like no. And I, I was expecting to go out there and everyone be like, we're all love." Everyone like, in
0: formation and it was not the case?
1: Nobody was in formation. Ugh. And I was just like, we all need to like chill and love each other because we just witnessed like a beautiful thing that we should carry with us. Yeah. And something that she said, which I thought was so interesting, was that she was thanking people for maintaining their faith in themselves and continuing to like overcome obstacles and things she said was like illness or you know addiction all these things and one of the things she said was negativity and I thought that was so interesting that focusing on that as something that can actually fucking destroy your it's life. It's an epidemic. As As much as an illness or an addiction and I just the fact that that was something I found so important to focus on, like, you're be very mindful of the ways in which negativity is, like, coming into your sphere and the way that you're perpetuating that by allowing it to dictate the way that you see things and the way that you feel about things.
0: What did Susan Powers say in the 90s? Stop the madness? What was it? Stop the insanity? Stop the madness. Who knows? I don't know. Either way, Emu's looking it up. But I don't yeah. know that I really have another thorn, but, but I agree. I just feel, like, the negative vibes, guys. Let's just do our part to not not contribute. Agreed. In whatever that means to you, forgive yourself. Stop the insanity. Yeah, stop the insanity. Shave my head, diet blonde. Stop the insanity. Everyone, Google it. If I don't know you, what you're talking. It's about. Fine. It's She's fine. She's coming
1: in the hot with these '90s references. It's like she was a grown up in the '90s. I think it's because she didn't have any siblings, so she just watched the news with her parents. I
0: watched so much TV growing yeah, up. It and that's was what out. It was. <laughs> anyway, on that note, everyone take a sip of water, be grateful, and join us next week. Less or or kombucha.
1: Just tr- tr- honestly, drink whatever the fuck you feel like drinking. Take a sip, okay? Get woke.
0: In the spirit of good vibes and gratitude, I just want to take a minute to honor all of the incredible emails that keep coming in from all of you guys, our listeners. And um, we're just thinking of how we can showcase all of the cool projects you guys are working on and, and what you're doing. And we are thinking it'd be amazing um, if... If this podcast it, it aligns with what you're doing and how you're doing it and affecting it in a positive manner, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love for you to let us know, um, and we want to feature it on our website. So feel free to drop us a line at that's a retrograde at gmail.com. Let us know what you're working on. Let us know how we can be of service and uh, how That's So Retrograde has inspired you to, to keep it going. Let's celebrate each other, you guys.
1: Yay. Yay. Don't forget to find us on the internet, you guys, at SoRetroGrade on Instagram and Twitter, That's soretrograde.com for all your blog needs. And if you feel like it, write us an email at that's so Retrograde at gmail.com. And if you're really feeling like you want to get involved, write us an iTunes review.
0: You guys, that stuff matters nowadays. If you want to send some good vibes into the planet, give us an iTunes review. Yeah, and set me up with your hot brother. Namaste.
1: <laughs> Listening. Bye, guys. <laughs>
0: yes, that's a retrograde.